Hi, Juliet here with a quick message before this episode starts. Everything you need to be more strategic amid the busyness of the school term is contained in the 170 plus episodes of this podcast. But sometimes you can get there a bit faster with some personalised help. I host a termly online workshop specifically designed to help the support staff within schools to make the shift from being reactive to strategic. Our next workshop is coming up soon and we're going to be reflecting on how things have gone this academic year and strategising for the academic year to come so that you can confidently prioritise your workload, overcome the obstacles that are holding you back and redirect your time and focus onto your priorities. At the end of the session, I promise you're going to be feeling more energised, ready to hit the ground running with a clear plan of action. This term's workshop is going to be run on Thursday the 16th of May, and you can find out more and book your place at www.consultjuliet.co.uk slash plan. I hope to see you there. Now, let's launch into this episode. You're going to hear me use the word focus a lot today. So if you need to replace the word strategy in your vocabulary, if you really don't have a good relationship with that word at all, just reframe it as a long-term focus and you'll be doing a lot to get in the right direction. Welcome to the Independent School Podcast. Thinking and acting strategically is the key to both securing the future of your school and helping to build a more equal and just world. My name's Juliette Corbett. I'm a consultant, speaker and facilitator specialising in helping independent schools. In this podcast, I translate tried and tested strategy and fundraising techniques into a language that works for schools. So if you're a senior leader in a private school and you want your daily work to feel less exhausting and more strategic, and if you want once more to feel the joy of making the world a better place through education, then you're in the right place. Welcome and let's get started on this week's episode. So in my line of work, I come across people all the time who tell me that they get really nervous about the idea of strategy. It makes them feel a bit out of their depth. There's all this incomprehensible jargon that people throw around. There's an inaccurate perception that you need some kind of Mensa level genius in order to do it properly. And then you combine that with a real scepticism because people have seen in in their own work experience that it often fails to result in really coherent strategic action. So I see this all the time. There's this sense that strategy either is too difficult and therefore when they're asked to create a strategic plan or to, to be more strategic, they sort of shy away and feel that it's just a bit of an overwhelming task alternatively that people are really sceptical and just sort of dismiss strategy as it doesn't work. I've seen it fail so many times in previous jobs. It's not worth the effort. Now, as you will probably anticipate, I believe in strategy. You'll have heard me talk about this lots on this podcast, but it is overly complicated. It is made to seem difficult. Let's be honest, by potentially other strategy consultants who have a vested interest in making it seem like you cannot possibly do this yourself and you need someone to come in and do it for you. That's not true. Strategy at its core is actually quite simple. So today what we're going to be doing is I'm going to be stripping away all of the jargon 
And we're going to be talking about what strategy actually is so that we're demystifying it for you. And a little hint along the way, you're going to hear me use the word focus a lot today. So if you need to replace the word strategy in your vocabulary, if you really don't have a good relationship with that word at all, just reframe it as a long-term focus and you'll be doing a lot to get in the right direction. We're also going to be talking today about giving you some easy questions that you can ask. They're not complicated. You can use them over and over again in multiple meetings and projects, but they're going to help you to cut through the jargon of others and make your discussions far more strategic. Really quickly, before we dive into the detail, I want to make sure that you make the most of the time you invest listening to this podcast. And the best way to do that is to make sure you grab a copy of my free ebook, The Strategic Independent School Leader. It outlines how to answer the six essential questions that will clarify your school strategy and secure its future. In the world of business, strategy can be full of jargon, but it doesn't have to be that way. This is a jargon-free tool tailor-made to help private school leaders think and act more strategically. Download your free copy today at www.consultjuliet.co.uk slash ebook. So it, it really isn't surprising that strategy makes some people feel a bit nervous. There is a huge amount of jargon that's peddled out there in the marketplace. There's this perception, often encouraged by strategy consultants, that it's overly complicated, that really you need to be sort of a genius strategist in order to make any headway in this direction. And so actually quite a lot of the time when I'm giving talks, when I'm, I'm doing workshops, I'm talking about demystifying strategy for people. And the most straightforward way that I do this is to define in five easy statements what good strategy is. So we're going to try and strip away that jargon and we're going to give you some really key questions that you can ask in meetings or in projects when someone is either trying to bamboozle you with strategy jargon so that you can cut through that or when you just have this inkling, this feeling that the conversation, that the discussion is not being strategic. And these questions can get you and the rest of the people around the table focused in on being more strategic. And I'm going to put the these headlines of these five elements of what makes a really good strategy and the questions I'm going to be talking about today are all in the episode notes. So if you go to whatever podcast app you're using or to the website you're using to listen to this audio, you're going to see the notes there that are going to help you to guide you through these questions that you can ask or you can refer back to them. So let's get going. This element number one of what makes good strategy. So good strategy takes a long term view. Strategy is about looking up ahead beyond your to do list for this month or maybe even for this year. So it's about looking ahead to the medium term, to the long term the exact time frame you use is entirely up to you. It might be you're looking at next year. It might be you're looking at five, 10 years time or perhaps even a generation away. But so long as you're lifting your head up from your day to day and taking a long term view, that is essential for good strategy. So a question you might want to ask in meetings in and to kind of spur that strategic discussion is how might this decision position us for the longer term? 
So the decision you're talking about might be something that you're going to be doing right now and it might feel like it's a short term decision. So to be strategic about it means taking a long term view and asking how might this decision position us for the long term. So that's just element number one. It has to be long term if it's good strategy. Number two, good strategy makes tough choices about how to focus scarce resources. Okay, let's break that down a little bit. So strategy is about focus. As I said in the introduction, focus, you're going to hear me use this word a lot today. If you're being focused, you are deciding what you are going to do and what you are not going to do. All of us have scarce resources of some type. For almost everybody, it's time and money. So how are you going to allocate that time and money? For some people, it might also, some schooled, it might also be recruiting skilled staff. It might be the physical space that you have available to you on your school site. It could be all sorts of other scarce resources that you might think about. But time and money are the ones that affect pretty much everybody. So if you know that strategy is about focusing You know that you have scarce resources, so you have to make tough choices about what you're going to do and what you're going to not do. So strategy, good strategy, requires you to make tough choices about how you are going to focus your scarce resources. So the questions you might want to ask in a meeting where you're trying to be more strategic in your conversation One of them might be, is this the right place for us to focus our scarce time and money? And also, are there better alternatives that we could be using this time and money for? Those two questions should cut through either a slightly fluffy discussion, the kind of non-strategic discussion, or a discussion in which some people around the table are trying to use jargon at you and you're feeling a bit bamboozled by it all. That's fine. Just ask these key questions. Is this the right place to focus our scarce resources? And is there a better alternative for these scarce resources of time and money? Okay, so that's numbers one and two. Number three, good strategy addresses the main challenges you face. So sometimes in some organisations, some schools that I work with, there is a hesitancy to discuss what are the big challenges we're facing. It can feel a bit uncomfortable. It can feel like, gosh, maybe we're opening Pandora's box to all sorts of difficult conversations. But if you're being strategic, you have to have agreement about what the main challenges that you're facing are. It might be that there are disagreements around the table about what you should be doing that are underpinned by the fact that each of you has identified a different challenge that you're trying to solve. So discussing those main challenges openly within your conversations is really key to good strategic decision making. This also helps you to understand how to make those tough choices. So if you're in a situation where people are hesitant and don't want to make tough choices about how to focus those scarce resources, then really outlining what are the main challenges that we face and discussing those openly and making sure that you've agreed as a team what those main challenges are and the kind of the elements that are interplaying between them. 
that might help you to uncover some some implicit disagreements that maybe have been simmering below the surface that can then frame those tough choices that you're trying to make. So questions that you might want to ask in meetings include, what is the problem that we're trying to solve here? If someone is suggesting a new idea that you can see is going to take time and money, those scarce resources we were just talking about, and you're not quite sure that that's really the best place for that time and money to be allocated, but this person is very excited about their new idea. One question you can ask them is, what is the problem that we're trying to solve? What is the problem where this idea is the right solution? If they can't identify the problem, it's probable (laughs) that actually their new idea has got them very excited, but it's probably not front and centre strategically about where you should be focusing your energies. So that first question can really cut to the chase of what is the problem we're trying to solve here? I've seen it used many times. It's often, especially put really politely, really friendly way, it's a way of defusing a, a, a tricky situation in which one group of people is very enthusiastic about an idea and another group of people is a little little less um, less enthusiastic, a little less certain that we're going in the right direction. The follow-on question, once you've identified the problem that this is trying to solve, the follow-on question is, okay, that's fantastic. Is this one of the big challenges we face? Or is this something less critical, a bit further down the list of important challenges that we're trying to overcome? What that should do is to just very gently uncover, yes, okay, this new idea on the table solves a problem, but is it one of the big challenges we face? You want your strategic decision-making to be focusing in on overcoming those big challenges you face because good strategy addresses the main challenges you face. Okay, let's move on to element number four. Good strategy involves thorough development, but a clear outcome. So let's break that down into those two sections. Good strategy involves thorough strategic thinking in the development of that strategy. So you want to be doing data collection, data analysis, you want to collect viewpoints from across your community, you want to be discussing different alternatives, the way that different strategic options might play out over time. It can get complicated, even though you don't want the jargon to be overcomplicating it. Good strategy needs a thorough development process. And sometimes there are technical skills involved in reading accounts, in reading data, data analysis, statistical analysis and so on. So it can get complicated. That development process needs to be thorough. You need to think this through in order to come up with a good strategy. But the outcome, the result of your strategic decision making needs to be communicated in a super clear way. You will not have any success going to your community and especially to to your staff who you need to be aligned with your strategy with regard to their day to day decision making and try and run them through your 20 point decision making process. And therefore, the 15 points that you need them to remember on a day to day basis it ain't going to work. It ain't going to work because it's overly complicated. You need to know that you've gone through a thorough development process to end up with a good strategy. But the outcome, the strategy that you want to communicate needs to be clear. 
simple. You want them to have three things for staff to remember. You want them to have a golden nugget that they take with them every day into the classroom about the way that you want them to behave, the decisions that you want them to take in order to align everybody behind a common purpose. It has to be clear. So the questions that you want to ask around this, this dual element of thorough development, strategy development, but a clear outcome. Have we spent an appropriate amount of time considering the evidence on this issue? Quite often I will be seeing schools making some very substantial strategic decisions based on a very tiny amount of evidence. They need to go back and do some more data collection, some more analysis in order to base those decisions on. But equally, you don't want to get caught up in overanalyzing the simplest decisions. So have we spent an appropriate amount of time considering the evidence on this issue is a really good question to be asking in meetings. And then secondly, once you've made that strategic decision, so you've had that thorough evidence based strategic decision making process, the next question you can ask is how can we communicate this decision or this strategy clearly to people? How can we move from knowing that we've we've had a thorough strategy development process and discussion based on enough evidence? How can we then find the clarity that we need to communicate this strategy or this decision to the right people? Okay, moving on to element number five. This is the final one. Good strategy is more than just a strategic plan. We've probably all been through situations, hopefully with former employers rather than current employers, where an organisation has gone through a strategic plan development process. They've created a document which then sits on the website, sits on the shelf and is never referred to again. There might be a reference to it once a year in the annual report and then at the end of the five year process. But basically it has not been a continual guide for the people that are making decisions across the school. Good strategy is more than just a strategic plan. The strategic plan is the communications tool. You need people to be living that strategic plan, making decisions on a day-to-day basis that are aligned to that strategic plan so they are delivering it over time. And the key question here is how can we encourage people to take the right decisions themselves? You want to communicate that strategic plan in a clear way so that staff in particular can be making the right decision which is aligned to that strategic plan on their own with very little oversight or perhaps minimal oversight further up in terms of leadership time. You want to be empowering your staff to be making those decisions on the ground and you need to be encouraging them and enabling them to do that. So it's about communications, clarity of communications, and then enabling people to make decisions themselves. So without very much jargon, okay, I admit there may be a little bit of jargon in there, but with minimal jargon, hopefully that demystifies strategy for you. You don't need Mensa level strategic analysis and evidence dissecting and discussion. What you need is common sense around understanding that good strategy takes a long term view. Good strategy makes tough choices about how to focus your scarce resources. Good strategy addresses the main challenges that you face. 
Good strategy involves thorough development, but a clear outcome. And finally, good strategy is more than just a strategic plan because you've thought through how you are communicating and enabling people to take action on a day-to-day basis. So do have a look at the episode notes where I've outlined those questions that you can use. You can jot them down in the back of your notebook and refer to them in the middle of meetings where you feel the conversation is not being strategic enough. You don't need to have, you know, um, a, a leadership hat on to ask these questions. Anyone can ask these questions in order to get your conversations more strategic and your decision making and your action taking more strategic. So hopefully that's taken at least a few steps towards demystifying strategy for you. Do reach out if you have any questions. I love working with people and answering their questions. Just reach out and let me know if there's anything else you want me to clarify in future episodes of this podcast. Have a fantastic week and I'll speak with you again next time. Bye bye then. Thanks for listening to the Independent School Podcast the podcast that helps senior leaders in private schools to think and act more strategically, both because they want to secure the future of their school and because they want to help build a more equal and just world. You can listen in everywhere that podcasts are available. And if you want to catch up on previous episodes or follow any of the links that I've mentioned today, just head over to www.consultjuliet.com co.uk slash podcast.